Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things mecha. Jump ship incoming. Hey, welcome to Mobile Armor Radio. This is episode 38, and I'm Rob. I'm Brian. And I'm Chopper. Is that, yeah, that's the way it goes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, we're in 38. It's uh, hard as summer now, so it's nice and hot. It's hot. It's hot and muggy. It's warm. I got the fireflies out. I got the mosquitoes biting every inch of my exposed flesh. <laughs> that's just that sounds know. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you should shut the window. So when I walk oh, the dogs is when they come kill me. Why are you me. outside? I gotta walk the dogs. Well, that's it's you going to the uh, the park with the tufts. So at least it's not tufts yeah. shanking you. Instead, it's just mosquitoes beating. Well, because uh, because the, the mosquitoes are attacking the tufts too. Yeah, they're not coming out. It's so hot. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so muggy today. It was. It's horrible. Yeah, it's summer. And uh, yeah, I want to give it a, a shout out to my nephew Max because uh, the last uh, show was I, I named it to the Max or something like that, and he thought it was about him. So. Now, now it's actually showed up too. <laughs> go Max! All right, this is this is for you, Max. This is for you, Max. You're thanks a, for listening. You're a one. I like how you're talking to like he's like a little kid. He's he's 29 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best, Max. You're the best, Max. You keep doing you. Uh, stay in school. Don't stay do in drugs. school. <laughs> Don't do drugs, Max. <laughs> well, we're screwed both ways. I think. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Give my shout out to him. Anyways, uh, we'll get to the dropship and we'll talk about what we've been working on. Sound good? Yes. Sure. Dropship landing. Oh, hey, here's the dropship and what we've been working on. Uh, who wants to go first? Let's go with Brian. Brian, what you been doing this month? So, uh, recently moved. <laughs> and uh, part of that was getting a new hobby area set up. Uh, a hobby area not only for painting minis and and whatnot, but also uh, comes with a 3D printer. So that came been... with a 3D printer. <laughs> what? That's crazy. <laughs> well, it was <laughs> after the table got set up, we could we could get the printer. But uh, you had a big empty yes. spot that needed to be filled. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, all right, and this corner is just the printer. Um, but no, it's it's been a, a really fun. Uh, you know, kind of hobby unto itself to to get into and start playing around with. Uh, lev- doing the initial like bed leveling is is kind of a chore, uh, but I finally like got it to that sweet spot and uh, it's been going really good. Do you have an FDM printer? Yeah, I was just gonna ask. So it's it's a Voxelab Aquila. A Q U I L A. Is it filament or is it resin? It is filament. Okay. That's funny because I have a Voxlab resin one. Oh, nice! It yeah, there. Well. The, this is um, it's it's kind of a a uh, I don't know if you call it a copycat, but it's kind of like a a an alternate for an Ender three, I think, or an Ender yeah. two. Yeah, Ender three. They've they've released like the everybody kind of makes their own version of it now. So yeah, it's an open. Yeah. I think they open sourced it finally. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Because there's like an Ender six now. That's uh, well, there's the Ender three, Ender. Three two or pro, I mean, I think too, right? So, well, no, I right. think the Ender three pro is still, is open source too now because I think they replaced it with the with the be, the bed that moves up and down now. Yeah, gotcha. Mine does not do that; it goes back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's um, 
it's it's been really nice. Uh, I've been plugging away at a bunch of uh, you know finding 3D models to uh, to run through it. Um, the big the big thing I've been playing a lot of. Uh, you know, I still play a lot of Dead Zone. I I picked up uh, Five Parsecs from Home, mm. which is a, a solo campaign uh, sci-fi game that I still kind of play in that that uh, Dead Zone Warpath universe um, with a lot of their minis. Um, but you know, one one part of that is you're you're technically have like a little plucky crew with spaceships, and so I'm like, I'm gonna go find me some nice 3D models for spaceships uh so i've been i've been looking through those um and and finding some i actually did track down some really nice models uh including a a couple of fan creations that i was really impressed with uh as of today i found the outlaw star on thinaverse Uh, yeah and it's it's like really nice i don't know if i'm gonna be printing that one because my wife would probably get mad uh what why (laughs) Just because it might take up a lot of space. Um, is it quite large? It is. It, it can be quite large. They have is, like a, a is small... Is it as big, as big as my Battlestar Galactica? It could be. I'm trying to remember yeah, how you, big that you is. Scale it it was about guess, two yeah. feet. Yeah, it was about two feet when it was done. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if that one would be, but I did also find an SDF-1 in flight mode on oh. Thaniverse. That like a snap tight kit or something like that, uh, and that stands about that tall because they had a, a little kid standing next to it oh, wow. <laughs> for, for comparison. Um, but uh, so yeah, I've been I've been having a lot of fun uh, doing that kind of for the hobby. Uh, the the closest mech related thing is I, I printed off uh, Arvalon 8's mech bay. Um, mm-hmm. part of it anyway, I did kind of the floor and, uh, my plan is to, um, find a little, a crane piece to kind of go over the top and, uh, like one that could actually move and, uh, and then set that up as, as some dead zone terrain. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun hobby to be sure. I'm gonna you'll you'll more find space. that you'll fill up. Yeah. You'll fill up your space quite quickly. So by shelves. Yeah. 3D print yes. shelves to put all your stuff on. But it's yeah. also it also does kind of open up that opportunity to, to maybe do commissions for people. Do uh, yourself which is a something favor. Kind of interesting. And get yourself a, a a trash can. There is a trash can right next to it. So you can just throw all your failed prints right in there. I know, the supports I, and everything. That's what mine... I, I So much plastic in the garbage with supports. Yeah, supports I, I and failed prints is... You don't want those getting everywhere. Definitely went through my fair share of failed prints, uh, and um, but yeah, so it, it's a it's a really cool hobby to that I'm starting to get into, and um, the my next kind of goal with it is to uh, really fine fine tune the the settings um, for for doing like uh, you know FDM minis to like at the 28 millimeter scale because obviously there's a lot of great minis out there uh for like little figurines and stuff and it's just like want that detail i don't see myself getting a resin printer anytime soon so it's like okay i didn't either (laughs) they're very they're 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 fairly cheap they're about the same price no they're cheaper 
Like this resin printer I yeah. bought was 150 Canadian. That's nothing. <laughs> like the resin printer I bought, the Ender I bought was only 180, brand new. Yeah, mine's yeah. It's <laughs> it's so cheap now. So Brian, keep keep the FDM for your uh, bases in your terrain and buy a resin for minis. I, I did a lot of minis on uh, my FDM, and I'm telling you, once I got a resin one, I'm never looking back because it's so good. Yeah, if if I decided to make that plunge, it was it is that interesting thing where I I was finding myself as like, man, there's a lot of great minis out there, but as far as like making a a force, um, I I need to still need. Obviously, I'm I'm just on the tip of the iceberg getting into this. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like most of what I'm seeing is like, man, this stuff is like really over-designed and everything looks really unique. I don't know how I'd feel about fielding, you know, a force of like, okay, I need nine of these guys. Well, there's only three, <laughs> you know, different poses kind of thing. Yeah. Um, matters what so. game you're playing. I know for there's lots of mm-hmm. Patreons for uh, fantasy armies because obviously between Kings of War and and uh, Warhammer, there's tons of people want large fantasy armies, so there's tons of options for that. Sci-fi, yeah, it's a le- lot less generic sci-fi. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of characters for role-playing games or skirmish games, but yeah. yeah. But uh, so so that's that's a part of the hobby. I'm I'm uh, definitely dipping my toes into, and we'll we'll see how uh, how it goes. Eventually, I know I'm going to be doing like the multi-part prints where it's like, all right, here I got to print, you know, 24 pieces. <laughs> Uh, you know that take maybe uh, an hour a piece. Twenty four. Kind of that's that's more. nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's definitely nothing. And then, and the fact that you just said takes an hour to print is also nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. That's that's a. I've got a print going right now that I started like two hours ago, and I'm sure I think it's the longest print of the way done. The longest print I ever did, and because I was was twenty seven hours. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's. I bet mine is about the same. I try not to go longer than that because it it I. Chance of failure after a while, it just gets higher and higher, I think, so I'm scared yeah. to go long. But I'll, I've <laughs> just recently printed up a, uh, well, not recently, but a while ago, I printed up a uh, pulse rifle for, a, a full-scale pulse rifle from Aliens, and that's about, mm-hmm. I would think, over 100 pieces. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of little pieces, all fitting together. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, how, I do like those multi- what if- Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I do like those multi-piece uh, models. It's it's more fun when yeah. you put it together. Yeah, Pat, what are you up to? Uh, not super too much. Uh, I started organizing uh, because uh, we anticipate Rob's arrival for Gen Con this year, <laughs> and we we're talking about doing a big cab battle. Uh, we'll talk. I'll let you talk about what we did for your cab. But I started reorganizing my lists and. Uh, Making sure which models I've painted and which models I don't have painted. Um, I know we talked about starting the hobby again, and I was all for it until I had a little bit of flooding. <laughs> Oof. Because of the rain, so that kind of set me back. And I mean, when I say flooding, it wasn't that much, but it was, like, really humid down there, and I didn't want to paint down there yet. Uh, but I did start. I did go down last week to start uh, organizing that Neo Neo Zhang, and I opened the box and I pulled some stuff out, and then I got really intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, so I, yeah. So I laid it out, and I was like, okay, it's out of the box. 
the next step is to just really sit down and start painting. And that's going to happen because uh, I love that model. And uh, it's been on that list for so long. So, uh, but looking at my cab, I think what's coming up with the road will be just maybe I think I got another three or four more actual calves to paint. Uh, and then my 5,000 point rock squad should be done. Nice. Um, but uh, this also month was bad too because I had to go away for a week for a wedding. So I lost a whole week of hobby time just uh, being in Colorado. Uh, I did no hobbying in Colorado. No. Well, your hobby was drinking? Yeah. My hobby was drinking, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did more st- more Comstar stuff in the meantime. So, but uh, We'll talk about that uh, in Comstar. Yeah, I definitely need to redo my uh, my FEM for my 3D printer, resin printer, um, and start spooling some of those uh, figs back up and uh, really get my clan vacation guy uh, star put together so I can get that done. I just need to work out uh, the five mechs that go, will go in that star. Yeah, you got you got to find like the most obscure clan mechs that you can think of. Nothing, yeah. no, no, like uh, Timberwolves or <laughs> any of the. the no, I think I forgot what 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 one I painted. Uh, do you remember? Does anyone remember what it was? Was it an Atlas or what? No, was no, that? no. It was a clan mech. Was it a clan mech? Yeah. Oh, I can't even remember what it was. It now. was humanoid, though. I, I have, remember. I have no yeah. idea. Not the Battle Master. No, it was it was a clan mech, not a not an Inner Sphere. Uh, one of one of our one of our Facebook guys uh, suggested it, and then I looked at uh, a gargoyle. I think it was maybe it was a gargoyle. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was a humanoid mech. So uh, I'll probably include keep the gargoyle, but repaint it nicer than the test model I made. And then uh, I don't know too much about mechs, though. So I got what I want to do is since it's clan vacation guys, I want to get. Uh, That's why I thought it was an atlas. Gargoyle looks just like an atlas. <laughs> I want. <laughs> like I wanted head. to. I want it to look like uh, I want them to be kind of lazy looking mechs. <laughs> <laughs> got a lounge. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so I just got to find them. Yeah, Do a Miami Vice set next. <laughs> so, nice. What about you, Rob? Well, I did get that new resin 3D printer, so I've been going crazy on that. Doing a lot of printing, a lot of stuff that I already printed on my FDM, but uh, reprinting stuff, which is fun. Replacing, replacing them. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, for Grid Wars, the uh, the uh, I forget what company it is, Titan Miniatures. They uh have a 3D printed game called Grid Wars, and uh, mm-hmm. I redid my uh, police faction for that. So I printed all those guys up. There's one like the one guy. All the all the pretty much all of them look like characters from things. Like there's a girl that looks like uh uh. What's her name? The Major from uh, Ghost in the Shell. And then there's uh, one robot who looks like uh, from Appleseed. He kind of looks like uh, the guy from Appleseed. So. Nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I've been doing those. But, uh, yeah, so I've been playing with that 3D printer, and it's fun. It was cheap, but it works great, so I can't complain. And uh, I've had it for, I don't know, about a week, and I've almost got through a whole bottle of resin, so I think I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm, and, I'm just about... My my uh, first full roll of filament uh, is just about gone, actually. Oh, I, I I went through filament so like 
literally there was spools of filament uh, like laying around. And I was like, what am I going to do with these? Do they, can you recycle these? <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, and then that, yeah, Pat made up some lists for me for Cav. I, I'm going for the Order of the Temple. And uh, he did a 2,500 list and a 5,000 list. And hopefully it'll be fun. Uh, I'll let people know what I have, and then you can comment and tell Pat that he's terrible at making lists. I have no clue. So well, I've never played with I never played with these, so I don't know how they I don't know how they function. But yeah. I just so I just went with, with I thought looking at the weaponry and stuff like that. Uh, Keep it simple for me. That's the key. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. So my twenty five hundred list is a Centurion, a Duelist, a Gladiator two, and a Spartan. So it's only four mechs, which is fine. And, yeah, uh, one and one of them, and one of those, I think the Spartan is the the light mech, which, yeah, is, really which is your well, it's your ECM mech. It's the one that's going to give you all your electronic content measures. Yeah, and then for five thousand, it's uh, you I, you were nice enough to include the same mechs in the twenty five hundred and the five thousand, so I wouldn't have to paint different ones. So, but it's a Centurion, <laughs> a Warhawk, two Gladiator twos, a Spartan, a Centurion Mark two, a Duelist, and a Crusader. So. That's, yeah, uh, I think what I did is I kept your original. Yeah, I think I kept your original twenty-five, and then added a second uh, squad. Second squad, yeah. So it should be fun. We're gonna play some of that. I do have uh, some more of my. Uh, what's the other game? Uh, what's the other game uh, from? Pinochle. No, the other mech game that we played with the tanks. Battletech. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, not monster. monster yeah, monster apocalypse. Yeah. I have some more of those to paint. I have uh, powered armor suits and some planes I think I should paint up. Maybe I'll bring that too. Although I already have yeah. a suitcase full of Pat stuff, so I'm not sure if I can, I'm going to have room to bring more stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be tight. But uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Gen Con still happens at this point, but we'll be there, and it'll yeah. be fun. Even if it does, hopefully they'll open up, and then you can just come hang out. Yes. and uh, Because I already put in for the vacation days. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, excited about that. That's coming up in a couple of months. So, and what else? That's about it. Yeah, painted up my calf, and I did the. Uh, in the book, they had a for the Order of the Temple guys. They had a picture. I didn't do them like in their uh, their what they call it parade colors. I did it in like beige camouflage with gray gray tiger stripes, kind of. So it, it nice. looks kind of cool. I like how they turned out. I got to. Uh, I only have to spray them, clear coat them, and I'm done. So I have those I have those going for me. Other than that, yeah, just been 3D printing stuff. We'll talk about some more of that in the uh, in the hang hanger bay. So mech bay hanger. I can't even talk. To <laughs> Anyways, that's all I've been doing. I think you, that'll. Usually, it's the it's Pat and I that struggle with the names of the the parts that's of the show. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we'll talk more about it in the Michael Bay. Oh, I mean the. Uh... I think it's uh, this resin resin fumes have gotten to me. I think I've I've lost a few brain cells. <laughs> it's supposed to be a well ventilated area, Rob. <laughs> oh, I looked it up. It's fine. Mm. It's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll come back for Comstar, and we have a lot to talk about in Comstar. So this will be a long one. Message from Comstar. Okay, right, Comstar. Comstar. Uh, I don't know. You. Uh, let's go with. Uh, with Pat this time, what you've been uh, consuming or playing? So consuming and playing, I uh, started watching Gundam Hathaway. I'm only into episode two and a half. 
which is really three in 20 minutes, <laughs> episode three, 20 minutes in episode three. Uh, but I like it so far. Uh, I don't know what it is with animes and manga and when they translate. You always put this, the one, there's always some annoying character in these things uh, that gets me. And, and in this one, I'm, I can't even remember the kid's name now or the girl's name now. Gigi? Is it the blonde? Yeah, the blonde. <laughs> yeah, that's Gigi. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to. If I was in real life, I would have pushed her down some stairs in the first episode. In the first episode, <laughs> first episode is what more one episode is there? Yeah, I don't, a, I don't it's quite know what pet. It's yeah. a movie. It's hour forty five. But you know what I'm saying. Oh, so first, you're just you're watching it in sections. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. In, in like the first scene, I was confused. I was like, "Is this a series?" And I, I missed it. <laughs> I literally had to. Well, it it is gonna have like it's it's a going to be a multi episode. Well, yeah, movie. Not to spoil um, things, but it definitely doesn't end on a uh, end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I was uh, misleading when I said episodes. I'm sections, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was confused. You're like, what? Yeah, Gigi. Uh, yeah, she's unique. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. I want you know, and Attack a Titan. It was the little blonde kid who was very androgynous. That kid annoyed oh, yeah. the shit out of me too. Armin? Uh, yeah, yeah, I want I wanted that <laughs> I wanted that kid to get squashed so he would just leave the show. <laughs> I don't find Hathaway particularly uh endearing either, so No, I, I mean he's not he's not my favorite, but I do like uh right Noah's kid now. I can't remember his name That's now. That's his name, Hathaway. That's that is his name. Hathaway, Hathaway Noah. Is, yeah. Oh, who I I was thinking of the other guy. Uh, oh yeah, the other guy's the dick too. So the general, uh, the the colonel <laughs> the or whatever his name yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, is, the leader. Um, then yeah, that's the guy. I mean, uh, Hathaway I didn't think is as bad as everyone was saying. Well, he's just kind of boring. I, I like the yeah, show, it's... but I I find he's just kind of a. But well, you you haven't got there yet, Pat. But it gets better by the end. So okay. Well, it's not that I didn't get a chance. I mean, I you know I just other things keep getting in the way, and I try to get back to it. Uh, so I watched yeah. that. It was uh, it was Kenneth Slag. I Slag, think the guy you're talking about. Yeah, Kenneth. Yep. Yeah, I like. Uh, oh yeah, Slag. That's his name. Uh, I watched the Cybertronic Spree thing that Rob sent, uh, and they had a live show, didn't they? Yep, they did. It. Well, they, yeah, they did. Uh, it wasn't yeah, it was like a live show that they recorded before. It wasn't actually live. They kind of recorded yeah. it for something else, but. Yeah, it was fun. Ed, they put yeah. it out, and so I liked it. Uh, I did like the cover of uh, the new cover with You Got the Touch with the girl from Iron Maidens. Uh, oh, nice. If people don't know who Iron Maidens are, it's a girl a girl Iron Maiden cover band out of L.A. Uh, made up with some of the really top players down there. Uh, That's was awesome. that on uh, 10 Seconds After Midnight or whatever that show is? That show? Which one, Iron Maidens? Yeah. Uh, they might have been on that show. I know they've done a lot of touring. uh but where they the did drummer. the touch was that on the? Oh the yeah, game? it was whoever. It's whoever that guy is who wears the like. The, yeah, yeah, it's twelve seconds after midnight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she plays a solo and she does a really nice little ripping solo on that thing. Uh, um, yeah, but nice. if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's got a nice little. Uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, melody with uh, jump by Van oh, Halen in there. That's yeah, right. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Now yeah, it's the, coming this... back to me. <laughs> Cybertronic spree. So these are the guys that dress up as Transformers yeah, when they and, uh, perform these songs. I think the bass player is uh, Unicron. Yeah. Or yeah. Or, or the drummer. No, Which Unicron? Yeah. Which, the drummer, whatever Cron he is. It's Unicron. He's the, he's the bass player. Or is he the lead guitarist? 
can't remember. It's Anyways. unclear. Uh, and the drummer is either Rumble or uh, or uh, Soundwave. So it matters yeah. who's there. <laughs> Got it. Uh, so if you if you ever check out Cybertronic Spree, you should check them out. They're actually really good musicians, and mm-hmm. they put oh, on a what, good show. So it was Cybertronic Spree on the on that. I forgot it was on. They were on. Uh, yeah, two minutes to late night. That's what it's called. Yes, I forgot they were uh, on but, that show. Yes, and they also did that con- uh, that thing with uh, with that gal from Iron Maiden. So yeah, that was on that show. Yeah, and yeah, I uh, they also did their live show. Yeah, they did a, a live performance, and they're on tour too. So hey, if anybody's around. So I backed the Pacific Rim comic Amobus uh, as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I put, I put it on the save, and I want to make sure I get in that before that happens. Uh, but the next biggest thing I did to get was my Redline card game, Tiger card game course set. I'd, uh, if you didn't see it, I did a very, very impromptu uh, op- unboxing of it. Uh, I was very excited to get it, and I wanted to get people to get out there to kind of see what it looked like and stuff. I didn't uh, really open up the decks to show in the unboxing, which in retrospect I probably should have, uh, but I was just excited to get to it and look at everything, and I hadn't even read the rules. Uh, the only downside is the print in the rule book is very small. Oh, uh, yeah. That being said, they do have uh, the rules on their website, so if you would need a bigger version of it, you can just get it on their website. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's yeah. uh, the old, uh, you know, Magic the Gathering, really small yeah, but, rule book but, thing. But the, the the Magic the Gathering book is small. It's about the size of a card. This is about the size of two decks, and the print is still really small. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's pretty hard to read. And um, um, if there's a downside, that's it. If I, I think you're it. just old. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Well, there's that, too. I mean, uh, let's be honest. Uh, but the artwork on the cards looks great. Uh, I think it's going to be. I looked at. I read the rules last night. I'll probably do a a how to play maybe one one or two rounds uh, uh, playthrough, and we'll put that up so people can check it out. Uh, there's some extra cards in here, and I, I need to go back and look at the Kickstarter because I don't know where they belong. If they belong in the faction decks or if they're just extra cards you can add in or out because. Uh, with the rules, there is a limit to the amount of cards you can have in a deck. So, like, a, I forget what they call them now. <laughs> your arsenal, which is your deck, is is a maximum of 60 cards. Gotcha. So. Hmm. Uh, I, yeah, but, hopefully it's in the rules. <laughs> well, no, I think these were, like, Kickstarter exclusives or uh, yeah, what do you want to call them? They are extra pilots, weren't they? There are two extra pilots, and then there's a whole deck of extra things uh, for, for both oh. factions. Oh. Uh, so, and a couple of generic resource things. So, uh, it's awesome to hear that, that, you know, it's, it's finally getting released. I know they, they ran into some of those delays that uh, a lot of other people on Kickstarter have been seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, very excited. Uh, looks good. Uh, the minis look good. Uh, Cause we, I added the minis, um, those were I posted and showed in my little impromptu. And when I say impromptu, I even it was just my phone. I didn't even uh, <laughs> I didn't even use the regular the regular video camera. As I said, you're so excited, you had to just get it out there. Yeah. So, uh, but I think that's all I've done so far. Uh, uh, Brian, I was just gonna say, Pat, you also mentioned uh, you posted. I know 
that you found about Bandai's new mech line. Remember that? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that Kyukai Senki. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's an anime. Uh, looking at the trailer, I, it's it's really not super spectacular. But the kits themselves that Bandai put out for that uh, that show uh, look really good. I really dig the lines on some of them. Uh, I know there was a lot of talk on the Facebook page of the show being horrible, I, uh, but I couldn't tell if everyone's with everyone's tone if they didn't like the models either. I think the models are cool, but I'm not even sure if that's a, is it, was it a show or it's just like a, sometimes you do that like fake trailer thing too. So I don't even know if it's a real show. Oh, I it, it, Someone had mentioned that it was going to be a, sh- a com- upcoming show and they, they released the models for the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought it might be more like uh, what they did with, um, at least that's, at least that's what I thought it said in the, in the article I read. Hmm. I thought it might be more like uh, what's it called? Where it was just the YouTube to sell models. But, uh, well, well, for for an actual fake <laughs> anime series, we have a Taco Bell ad, yeah, that's <laughs> been playing during the Olympics, and like it for, for those that haven't seen it, I, I know Rob's gonna link it in the show notes, uh, but it, it's it looks like straight out of like Pacific Rim or Voltron, uh, it, it, it's this short little you know yeah it really reminds me of Pacific Rim actually yeah. Yeah, and um, you know all about these monsters coming for was it spicy fries? Yeah, it was a little cheesy, but it was fun. I guess that's the point. The yeah. cheesy fries, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's it's very like melodramatic and and bigger than what the commercial is really about. Yeah, uh, but it's it's kind of great in that way. You know, it it follows. You know, they they used to have a couple of of commercial ads like that where they they played off this whole like drama series like thriller uh about about you know surrounded around their their spicy fries or you know different different products and stuff that would only be around for a small time and so this is just kind of the latest iteration but it is like i want to watch the show like i'm not i'm not even lying like it's got that great Voltron and Pacific Rim vibes, uh, so go check it out. It's it's short. It's like you know, there's yeah. a couple of different ads and they're at most a minute long, but they're fun. They're really well done. Yeah, and there's yeah. like an actual storyline in the ad. Like it was like, yeah. literally, it's like a minute long, but there was enough to like. It was pretty impressive what they did. Exactly. Oh, I did just look it up, Pat. The uh, that Kyukai Senki is uh, coming out in October. Of this, this yeah, year, so. it, it says it says uh, upcoming mecha anime. So, yeah, October. So it's not even out yet. So we'll see. <laughs> they look cool though. I yeah, think and so. I, yeah, and hopefully Taco Bell makes some uh, model kits out of those mechs because <laughs> they're awesome too. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. Is it? Is it? Uh, is it Arby's or that does all the, the like the cardboard figurines and stuff like that? Oh uh, yeah, someone Paper does. Craft. Yeah. Yeah, like it's some someone on that because uh, I don't. This isn't the first time that they've done cool ads like that. So I think there must be somebody either at the ad agency or at the uh, at Taco Bell that really likes anime <laughs> and they uh, yeah. They re- they really <laughs> well, I, cool I, I do. I, I do think it's it's in no short order that you know currently the Olympics are going on in Japan. Uh, oh, so so that's that's conspiracy theory. <laughs> Well, but, even uh, in the Olympics, did you, I was watching the um, yeah. the 
triathlon, and they ran right by the uh, Gundam statue, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. The unicorn Gundam. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was pretty cool. All right. But, uh, Who's up now? Brian, or anything else you're looking at? Yeah, I I actually also did manage to watch the entire series of Gundam Hathaway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I I, I I'm not going to spoil any of it here. Um, it, but it was a a really uh, like visually stunning yeah. Gundam series. Like this is you know it, it's it's strange to think that Unicorn was um, you know so so many years ago at this point and even Gundam the origin is a couple of years old now. But this is like even a step above that as far as animation quality, um, actions, pretty, pretty solid. Uh, it, I will, I will say that the, this particular, you know, kind of episode of the story as it were is, is a bit more plot driven. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. set up. Um, but, but, uh, but the fights it, are there it, are really good though. Yeah, the fights the fights that are there are really good. Uh, they're they're really um, so so at least one of the fights takes place like we see it from the ground yeah, perspective, that, right? So people running away uh, from and just the scale of it. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah the scale of it and, and the the collateral damage really hits home. Um, yeah. Because so. there's like a plasma weapon, and when it hits things, it kind of shoots plasma off, and you see it like melting things. Like, it, yeah, really well done. Yeah, yeah, just like the sparks yeah. off of things uh, are hot enough to melt like steel. <laughs> so, um, it, it's uh, no, it, it's really well done. Definitely check it out. I'm really, really excited to see where it goes. It is, it is a show that uh, does appear to be wanting to say things. Um, but I think uh, I was talking to my my good friend of the show, uh, Nick Izumi, and he was saying how he's like, you know, this book, this story came out like a year before he was born. Mm-hmm. So like th- this, this is from uh, Yoshiyuki Tomino. Uh, so the original Gundam uh, author, you know, this was a, a story he wrote back in the 80s and uh it feels very contemporary. Yeah, for sure. Like um, if, if the actual book is, is this is like a true representation of it. Yeah. It's very contemporary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's always been really good about that. Like even, even back in the seventies when, when, you know, he was first coming up with the, the colonies, right. Cause the, those were all designed off of legitimate space colony designs uh, and, and stuff like that. He, yeah, like the, the attention to detail. Yeah. Actual mm-hmm. science involved of how they could be where they are and stay there. And yeah, really interesting. We'll, we'll just have to see how well he writes women because that's always been a challenge for him. So, <laughs> so yeah. your complaints well, about Gigi, maybe. Maybe. Well, but, uh, maybe. We don't know about Gigi. So. We, we don't know about Gigi yet. You know, it, it's still early. Too, yeah. It's a little too early to call, but uh, you know he, he's he's had his his moments with his female characters to yeah. to say the least. As far as like that was completely out of left field. Um, well, especially original Gundam, like every prominent female character gets killed. Like it just <laughs> if you're if you're a famous female character in Gundam, you're gonna die. <laughs> or, or or just the romance in general was kind of like 
oh, Bright really likes Mirai, but Mirai has a thing for Slugger, and Slugger's like, I'm gonna go die. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Most people died. I guess that's the point. Most people died. Uh, but I was thinking more of but, what's uh, what's the uh, one that Char and uh, and I just watched it too. What's her name? The one who dies. Lala. Lala. Yeah. yeah. And then it, 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 uh, what's the other? I, I would the, just throw out there that this is definitely heavily influenced by you know original Gundam and and definitely Char's counter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. If you haven't watched so, Char's counterattack recently. You'd be lost, I think. It, yeah. But that's all up on Netflix right now in yeah, the U.S. Yeah, I watched so it. Before. I watched Char- Charles Countertack just to remember it first, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and like I'll I'll throw out there like um, as far as I understand, and, and I'm sure people can can clarify for me. I don't think this this undoes the events of Unicorn. Um, it takes place after it, uh, and so. But again, it was kind of written before the unicorn story was so you know the mileage may vary there uh at at most you know just kind of consider this an alternate timeline if you want um but but i think so far both both properties can exist just fine yeah it takes place what 20 years after char's counterattack so it's it's quite a little far down the line too so yeah it's it's like you know universal century 106 or something like that something like that yeah so yeah but uh, but yeah, so so watch that. You know, it was one of the first like anime I watched in a while. <laughs> um, even though I got uh, that was one of the big things I did unpack all of my anime, and uh, and got that all set up on a bookshelf that I now realize I'm probably gonna have to move a little bit. Uh, <laughs> this this thing is like it, it's our entertainment's gonna be down in the basement, and it is like a floor to ceiling bookshelf. And it's full. Uh, <laughs> well, I think uh, yeah. people should comment down below if they want uh, Brian to do a little uh, tour of his anime collection. And have a little commentary. <laughs> cool. Put it. We'll put it up on the uh, YouTube channel, Brian. Maybe you do yeah, a little that video. That would be nice, bro. That'd no, be nice. maybe. Maybe if, if enough people uh, comment on there, and, and I'm saying like five, if five people comment. Or it's two of us right now. We get we can get, uh, I'm sure we get Brian Wade and we get uh, Rick. That's, that's four. We just need one person. <laughs> uh but uh but yeah so uh, and i mean i've got i've got a couple of of anime that i bought that i haven't watched yet including um i do have the full metal panic victory uh to check out yet um that's why i had rewatched that season two of those couple months back uh before my move mm-hmm. and uh and so that's that's going to be closer to the docket now that it's all unpacked again um but I also managed to finish, clear up some of my gaming uh, backlog, and I have started playing Cyberpunk 2077. Um, and I'm really digging accounts. it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are mechs in it. It counts. Uh, I, will, I will say there's... I feel a little bit like Pat because there's just so much stuff on the screen uh, it, it can be a little overwhelming at times when it's like I'm trying to like read like subtitles of things and people are talking at me and stuff like that. Um, but uh, and I and I'm playing it. I am playing it on a regular PS4. Um, so I played it, it. It has it has some moments, but so far I haven't run into anything worse than like playing Fallout 4. Mm. So like. 
uh, I'm I'm having a good time. It's it's a very very compelling world. It it went in a direction I didn't expect at the start. So I, I'm playing as uh, a street kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, to start with, there's kind of three paths you can take. Um, but I already foresee myself doing like another uh, like a nomad run, and maybe maybe a corporate one would be kind of fun. Um, They're all very just different. To, so it's yeah, yeah. It is completely different gameplay when you're playing all three different groups. That's that's pretty exciting, and uh, and and there's a lot more Keanu Reeves in it than I was expecting. <laughs> and yeah. that, there's almost but, too much. <laughs> <laughs> it it is that thing where where it's a Keanu you we haven't seen very often. No, he's, um, as he's, as far as the type of character he's playing. Yeah, he's not uh, likable really. He's not terribly likable, but he is a larger-than-life kind of rock star. Yeah. Uh, and and he he does a, a really fun job. I think he really enjoyed his time uh, being that character. So, um, But yeah, so I think that, that kind of puts a big cap on that. So I'm, it's one of those things where I only play that game every so often, and it's like a sandbox game, so I'm like, this is going to take me forever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you get immersed in it too, and it's you realize, oh crap, it's four in the morning. I better stop playing this. <laughs> yeah, one more, one more mission. I just one more little one side. more mission. That's how they get you. Oh yeah. Well, it's a, I'll, I'll start a three D print and I'll play, and then I'll come back and check on the print later. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah. So how about you, Rum? What have you been doing in the Comstar? Uh, once again, I did watch Hathaway. Uh, I watched Charles Counterattack. The night before, so I, it was fresh in my mind, so that really helped when I watched Hathaway, because, yeah, a lot of it depends on knowing stuff that happened in Char's Counterattack, at least for kind of motivations to the character a bit. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, even in Char's Counterattack, Hathaway's a jerk. Like, <laughs> so maybe that's why it skewed my opinion of him. So, anyways, <laughs> I, I hope to see in the future ones to see uh, Bright Noah, because he's a great character, so hopefully. We'll see an mm-hmm. older version of him because they do say he's still kicking and as a captain of a ship. So, yeah, it'll be fun. And uh, yeah, so that I, I did enjoy it, and, but it did leave me going, "Oh, this is it. Uh, this seems like the first episode of a TV show," which makes sense. What Pat said. That's why I thought maybe it was, and I was insane. But no, it's just a movie to start. Uh, I just also want to throw out there, like the music has some definite, like uh, it has some really good music, yeah. but it also has like it starts off with giving me some real like metal gear solid vibes. It was kind of weird. Oh yeah. But also like, you know, it fits the tone, uh, in a, in a strange way. Um, but a good way. Yeah. It's, it's like I say, it's very story driven. It's not mech combat driven. It's definitely, it's about something bigger than just two guys wanting to fight over a girl kind of thing. It's definitely, uh, Mm -hmm. something more, but I'm excited to see more, and hopefully it's not going to be another how many years before we get the next chapter. Hopefully they it's going to be like Transformers, right. where they're just pumping them out. So hopefully, speaking of Transformers, uh, Kingdoms coming out soon. The the last of the trilogy. I was never a Beast Wars guy, so I'm not too excited. But that's coming out. I think it actually will be out by the time this episode comes out, or is it the first? I can't remember what day it comes out. Anyways, that's I'm not up. sure. Uh, what else? Yes, the Pacific Rim Omnibus. It's uh, that's on Kickstarter right now. It's the uh, comics, the Pacific Rim comics. Uh, the first four, I think, that were out before, they're putting into omnibus omnibus form, and then they're doing a, a separate one for Pacific Rim Black, a a side story to that. So, 
I I have already read all the Pacific Rim comics from before, but they were they were quite good for licensed comics. They're they were actually really good comics. So I'm excited to get the omnibus oversized mech combat. And it mm-hmm. was pretty reasonably priced for an omnibus. I I collect omnibus, so I have quite a few already from DC and Marvel. So and and Dark Horse. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for a red line. I don't have mine yet, but I'm in Canada, so it'll be a couple more months. <laughs> Uh, same with MechaHack. MechaHack's supposedly coming out so soon too. Is shipping, so I'm excited to get that. People are getting that in the states. Did you order that, Pat, or you didn't order that? I can't remember if I did or didn't. <laughs> I, I definitely ordered both. Well, we yeah, because you had the digital versions, but uh, yeah, I think I think I have both coming to me eventually. Once again, once Canada ships. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, oh, give a shout out to Gaming with ADHD. That's our friend Brian Wade's YouTube channel. He's been doing a lot mm-hmm. of uh, classic Battletech unboxings. He did uh, yep. City Tech, and he did uh, Aerotech. It's fun seeing the old boxes. I have them all, but I don't open them because I'd probably lose all the pieces. So it's nice to see someone actually opening them, looking through them. It brings back a lot of good memories of my uh, high school days to see those uh, box sets. Cause that's when I first got them. So, yeah. It's a fun channel. He does a lot of, he does a lot of Shadowrun stuff, but he, he does a lot of uh, Battletech stuff, too. So it's cool on that channel. Go check them out. The link will be in the show notes. Uh, for comic books, X-Men number one had a uh, uh, mech versus kaiju battle in it. The new X-Men number one. Uh, pretty much the X-Men formed all their powers together to create a giant robot to fight a kaiju. It was, I was like, oh. Nice. I, I guess mechs are coming mainstream here. It was... Uh, which mech- uh, X-Men? X-Men number one, the new one. No, no, which... Which, which was on the team? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, definitely Polaris, Polaris was there. That helped a lot with the metal. Um, who else was Rogue was there, I think? Who else was there? Storm. I don't even know who's in the X-Men anymore. Yeah, I can't remember. It's a brand new team, so I, I don't remember exactly who was there. They voted for it, actually, which is... on Marvel did a vote to see who was going to be on the X-Men. But, oh, uh, really? Yeah, but I can't remember who's on them now. And, uh, but anyways... Yeah, some alien. The, what happened recently in the X-Men comics, spoiler, is that the X-Men kind of took over and terraformed Mars. So there's this uh, rich guy, kind of like a uh, kind of an Elon Musk kind of guy, who was planned his whole life to terraform Mars, doing all this research and stuff, and the X-Men did it in one day with all their powers. So uh, nice. <laughs> he's out for revenge now. So he pretty much... Uh, he's a, oh, he's, a, he's, the, he's the angry Lex Luthor. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it's, no. And uh, yeah, so that was fun. I love X-Men. That's my uh, other big love. But uh, I'm, I'm surprised Warren Warden didn't fund Oh, he's busy. <laughs> That's terrifying. He's busy with uh, X-Corp. It's, the the mutants own a country now. They're their own country. And uh, now they've they've gone inter- intergalactic. So, yeah. And planetary? And planetary and intergalactic. intergalactic. That's right. Intergalactic, yeah. planetary, intergalactic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, you nerds. Not to video games you guys didn't mention. Super Robot Wars is coming to North America. It's the Gundam game. Well, it's everything, right? All different robots, Brian? Yeah, it's it's uh, a bunch of different robots. It's uh, Is that that first-person shooter one I posted? No, no, no that's a different one. This is the other one. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly uh, if this is bringing some of the series or if this is like the game boy advance games that are coming back. Um, but normally it's, it's a, like a tactical, like a grid based, uh, combat game. So like a, like, a you know, like a, in a way kind of XCOM or more, more like, um, uh, fire emblem, 
I think is probably a, a close example. But yeah, it's 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 a big crossover event. Super super robots. You've got Gundam, Evangelion, Mazinger, Macross, Code Geass. Like they're all in there, <laughs> and and the characters like interact with one another in, in fun, silly ways. Um, are they all so chibi? I, are they all chibi styled? Not necessarily. It is. Oh, they they are smaller. Like it's not. I think more often than not, it's not like a full scale design, but um, it's not chibi in that in a cartoonish way. Or <laughs> typically, it's usually just that the 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 mechs are scaled down to fit on a smaller screen. Well, it's coming to Steam, so it's going to be on computers. So, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, enough. Chibi I'm kind of mechs. excited for that one. <laughs> I'm sure you are. I think it, I think it's probably fun. That'd be fun. Uh, one, one, just, of, um, one of the, uh, the our listeners actually was was telling me about it, uh, and he he's played the originals, and so um, yeah, it's it should be a, a fun time. Uh, another one that's coming out is called uh, Mecha Knights. It's uh, the trailers on. Uh, it looks like another fighting game, mech fighting game, that I think you found, didn't you, Pat? I think you found that one. I think that's the one. Uh, and then there's Gundam Evolution, which is a fighting game, which is a Gundam fighting game. So. Oh no! I think Gundam Evolution is the one I. I think you posted them both, but uh, yeah, yeah, lots of mech games. I think it's a resurgence of mecha in there in the video games, and I don't know where it's coming from. Like, it's well, definitely... the, the the Gundam Evolution one is that uh, the first person shooter looking one? Yeah, I'm trying I to remember so. all the ones. A lot of people were saying that it's uh, it's basically like Gundam Overwatch. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I can't I can't disagree with that sentiment. Uh, it looks like they basically give you a, a number of different uh, suits to pick from and that it's a multiplayer um, kind of arena combat game. And, you know, it, so, some people knock different like, you know, game like you know, where you're basically Styles. taking a style. Yeah. yeah, a game style that's popular and you, you're putting you know, your own touch on it. Uh, I, I'll, I'll just say, you know, sometimes like that can work out really well. Like Overwatch itself was not a new concept when that came out. Um, and and uh, I think I think Gundam uh, and then all the different mech designs and combat situations that we come uh, you can come into. Like, honestly, it, it can fit just perfectly fine in the, in that realm so i'm there's that part of me it's like man i'm surprised this didn't happen sooner mm-hmm. uh but um but yeah so i it's definitely worth uh keeping an eye on and you know we'll kind of see how people are liking it when it starts uh you know coming across the pond and we start getting our hands in it and um uh, but yeah it should be a fun game i think yeah it matters how it plays like uh mech warrior 5 is out and it plays a little clunky and i think that turned a lot of people off if this has a lot more fluid play it, especially for a gundam game you it's not real robots right it's there should be flying over the place and it should be pretty fast paced hopefully it's it gets mm-hmm. that feel if it just feels like a port of you know like you say like it looks like skins on top of an overwatch game that won't be as good i don't think It'd still be better than overwatch but not by much yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another big thing is uh, Genlock Season 2 is coming this fall to HBO Max. It's on an actual channel now, not just on YouTubes. 
And uh, yeah, it looks awesome. It's uh, the fallout from season one is happening where, uh, where uh, what's his name? What's the main character's name? Michael B. Jordan's character. Anyway, see, he, all his clones are out there and they're going to attack them and it's going to be a constant, uh, it's almost uh, got a little bit of a Battlestar Galactica feel where this is constantly being wave after wave of these <laughs> faceless drones they have to fight off. So, uh, yeah, that looks fun. I can't wait. HBO Max, I can't get that in Canada, but I'm sure I'll find a way to watch it. <laughs> hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for Genlock. And lastly, anybody watch Tomorrow War? Did you guys watch that? I did. Brian, did you watch Tomorrow War? I did not watch Tomorrow War. All I have to say is it needed mechs. That's all I'm saying. If there was mechs in that movie, <laughs> it would be the best show ever. But mechs or pow- powered suits Something. some sort. Something like more an- than what it was. So, so this wasn't a sequel to Edge of Tomorrow. No, no, not this even was, close. This was just the war that happens tomorrow. It's based tomorrow. on a book, I believe, but it's uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, people from thirty years in the future come back to our time to recruit people to fight in their war, and yeah, it's he goes. Do we get drafted? Do, do, do we even talk about it? Does anyone care? Because there's the nah, we do we spoiler. It. No, you don't have to talk about it. There's nothing to spoil and nothing to talk about other than that need to max. That's all I wanted to mention with the show. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm going to say it. I don't care. People are not going to like it anyways. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, but the people they were recruiting were people who were going to be dead before the war started. Yeah, <sighs> that's because it had to avoid a paradox. You couldn't go and meet yourself. So you had to be – everybody who got recruited, it turns out, never made it that 30 years to the time of the war. But because they already went to the future. Well, that's the thing. There, there's so many plot holes in that movie. If you thought about it too hard, your brain would just turn off. So the key to watching uh, Tomorrow War is just... You're not like, thinking fourth dimensionally. <laughs> well, that's a problem. They're not thinking fourth dimensionally in the movie. <laughs> it's so like, <laughs> yeah. Use your brain, people. But anyways, uh, they should have just gotten a bunch of uh, uh, RPG nerds together and they could have solved it in like a day, the whole problem. So that's all. That's all you have to know about that show. It's just turn off your brain and enjoy just monster fighting goodness. Yeah, really. Just if you don't think about it too hard, it's not a horrible show. No, it was kind of it was fine. It just don't think about it because if you think about it, you're gonna go, oh, that just doesn't have plus, sense. Plus, what's her plus what's her face from uh, Chuck still looks hot. Who was what's her face from Chuck? I've never watched his show. The, the blonde. Uh, what was her name? Yvonne. Was she the mother? This is the daughter. Oh, in the future. Yeah, Yvonne Strauss. She's got some kind of weird. I don't know. I think is. I've seen I, I, one. She's got. Yeah. She's got the. She's got the Iron Curtain last name. <laughs> the Russian last name. There's no Mex in uh, in uh, Black Widow either. Just to be sure. <laughs> Speaking of Russians, oh. so we're that's disappointing. Yeah, all the big movies, no Mex in them. So we need some Mech. We need live action Mechs. We have a lot of anime coming out, but not enough live action. We need Mechs in the Olympics. The statues are great. But we need that next step. We yeah, need robot jocks. Yep. Fight. Hey, if uh, surfing and skateboarding could be in the Olympics, I think you can have neck combat. If it's beach hand, if beach handball can be in the Olympics, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of things that shouldn't be in the Olympics, but. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the neck bay hanger. We talked enough. Curling. Okay. Hey, curling's good. That's Winter Olympics. <laughs> I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. From Deads on the Podcast. And you're listening to... Mobile Armor Radio. Now entering the Mech Bay Hanger. I'm going to push a stone around. It's harder than it looks. 
Oh, I just because something's hard. <laughs> is bowling in the Olympics? I think it used to be. I don't think it is anymore. I don't think it is anymore I either. Think is, I think it yeah. used to be. Uh, softball is in the Olympics. That's what I'm saying. Softball. Anyways, let's get to the mech bay hanger here. Um, yeah, for the mech bay hanger, this topic, I wanted to give uh, some shout-outs to our favorite online sources of information where we, we find out about our mechs, like Instagram or Twitter or Patreon or YouTube or Facebook groups. So uh, I thought we'd just uh, throw some out there. How's that sound, guys? Sounds, Sounds good. good. I'll start. Uh, my first one is a Patreon that I, I don't know, discovered not that long ago. It's called Some Assembly Required, and it's they make STLs for uh, 3D printing, but they do it for their own designs for Battletech mechs, and uh, they're really awesome. Super detailed, like way more detailed than the ones you can buy, and uh, they're quite beautiful, and, and I love them, and I print them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's Some Assembly Required, it's called. Uh, Rick, our friend Rick Hall, he actually knows the guy who runs the thing, so we might actually get a chance to interview these guys at some point, so stay tuned for that. Once again, if you want to hear an interview with them, find out more about the whole process of doing an STL Patreon, maybe we can get into that. But that was my first one, and uh, that's the, my biggest one, because I love these guys, and and I've printed, I think, all of the mechs they have offered. And multiple times, because I've printed them FTM, now I'm starting to print them in the resin, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, well worth it. It's it's once again any any Patreon for STLs is worth it because you get so much for so little, and these guys put a lot of work into all this stuff, and it's just amazing. So that's my shout out, Brian. What what do you got? What do you like to get your stuff from? Well, the the first one that definitely came to mind when when you kind of put this out there as far as like websites and channels and stuff like that, uh, YouTube.com Gundam Info. Um, so this is, uh, basically they post the, the legitimate, uh, ways to watch Gundam shows. Oh, that's cool. And so, and they, they do new releases and everything like that. Uh, they did, you know, all the, the build fighters is up there they, and they do rotate, um, you know, countries and languages and stuff like that. They'll do them subtitled. They'll do them, uh, with the dubs. Uh, it is kind of on a rotation because uh, I think they, you know, whatever deals that they have in place only go for so long and for different countries and whatnot. So, um, but no, this this has been a constant source of, of great ways to watch uh, different pieces of the Gundam franchise uh, throughout. And, and like I said, they do they do a lot of the announcements. I I don't know off the top of my head if they are like an official like you know from bandai branch or something like that or if they just uh you know go through the right channels and get the content to to stream but um no i i really love their the content that they post and um i think it's they've they've done a great job of getting gundam into people's hands in a in a legitimate way so that they can they can enjoy all the different all the different series out there. That's pretty cool. And how about you, Pat? Uh, I like to give a little shout out to. I think they changed their domain name just recently. Uh, <laughs> just to be hard the, to find. Yeah, well, you know, it's called WCO Stream now, and I think it was the anime dub before. 
And if you're looking for any kind of mech anime out there that you can't get in the States, you know, like Mazinger, for, for example, you can go to that website and they'll have either under dubbed or subtitled. Uh, and they're up there to, for you to check out. Nice. It, it is one of those things where, like, there are going to be those shows that no one is going to be licensing anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably not the on the up and up, honestly, but, uh, but don't click on any of the ads. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure there'll be some broken links to here and there occasionally, but some of these shows are hard, are just hard to find in in the States. And, uh, this is a nice little website for you to go check out. If you can't find it on Netflix or anywhere else, legit. Yeah. Some stuff is just not available. Like we always, yeah, it's just hard. It really is. Well, I would say about the Macross stuff, it's just not available in North America. You can't mm-hmm. until recently, exactly. hopefully soon. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, whenever just, that happens, <laughs> a lot of so stuff you the, just couldn't get. Yeah, so WCOStream.com is it now. So that's where when I go back and I watch Mazinger Z, uh, what I think I want to do now is because I never really watched it in a long time. Is probably go back and watch Mazinger with the crazy metal. <laughs> Yeah, that's on. Where did I watch it on? I watched it somewhere. I, it's on one of the streaming services. I think it was Netflix or Prime. Had it. It was crazy. <laughs> Maybe Prime. Prime got a Prime. bunch of old shows. Yeah, it's it's it is quite amazing how much you're actually on Prime and Steam, but it's still not everything. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Uh, my next one is a Twitter. It's the Art of BattleTech and MechWarrior. It's pretty much just a Twitter page that uh, every day they post a bunch of images from. The different uh, Battletech and MechWarrior books or covers, or and they give all the credit to the uh, the artists if they can. They find out who they did it, and it's just nice to see all those old art in. And uh, they try to find it without the like what do they call them virgin covers, so you can see all the art in its glory. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy uh, enjoy every day on Twitter just uh, scrolling down all of a sudden <laughs> seeing a classic artwork from Battletech. And uh, nice. I think, yeah, even today, like, it's still great. But there's something about, uh, nowadays, it's a lot of it is digital colors or, you know, it's a lot, you can tell it's digital. I'm just old school. I like the old painted or, you know, it's it's got a different feel for sure, the old art. And I do enjoy the old art. So there you go. What What's up next, Brian? Uh, next up is uh, another one for, for anime is uh, when you when you find that you're wanting to purchase uh, some anime shows, uh, writestuffanime.com. So it's write stuff with one F. Uh, this is this is a, a company that uh, I've I've bought from for for years and years. Um, you know I, I've I've been burned on Amazon buying anime only to get like a bootleg version. Oh yeah, um, I'm amazed and they, they do that on on. I forget what I. Oh, I bought uh, for my nephew for his birthday one year. I bought the all the Studio Ghibli in a box set. Now it's like all oh, that. Uh-huh. You know, that's nice. It's on. It's on Amazon. You get it. And yeah, it's pretty much a, a bootleg. It's it's the it's not the real stuff. I'm like, really? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, and, it, and it's it's so hard to like know uh, on Amazon, like because they don't they don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they get their cut, and that's all they care about. Um, but right stuff was, was one of probably, you know, not one of the early ones I'll say, but they've consistently, I think they're based out of like Iowa. 
um, uh, but they they've been a consistent shop where they um, you know do official uh, full releases of shows. They they work hard to get those those package deals to get all all of the series together and stuff like that. Always have new stuff coming out, um, and and you know they're they're part of that big push to to get things on Blu-ray, uh, even when everything was still on DVD. Mm. Um, so they're they're a great legit way to to get manga and anime and everything else out there. Cool. What's up next, Pat? Uh, I like to peruse the Facebook page Battletech International to talk Battletech some stuff there. Uh, it's probably one of the bigger Battletech pages out there. Like 9,000 members. Huh. Uh, any kind of chat you need or kind of info from Battletech, you can get from there. Uh, yeah, and usually people post some links in there that are... Um, relevant and they I guess you could also find some links to some of the lost STLs for like the MechWarrior online stuff well they uh, there's definitely a Battletech International S, uh, like printing group too but yeah Battletech International the best thing about them is they they have really strict uh, like administrators so if anybody screws around they just ban them like they yeah just, <laughs> Like they're known nope. to be super strict, which is you think that's a which bad is, thing, but you want that. It's you don't want people yeah, posting with, memes every two seconds. Yeah, especially with nine thousand members. Yeah, there's because I'm in some groups. It's just constant memes. Like when so, any kind of meme starts, it's just for days. It'll be the same meme on this web page. I'm like, come on, people, stop, stop yeah. already. So like, it's I all think about that, family. The best thing is, I think they had to make a whole new BattleTech group just because there's so much of this that they sent these all these people to this other group and said. Here, post whatever you want over here, but this is for actual information and posting your models or, like, serious discussions. Like, it's always good. But, yeah, I do enjoy Battletech International. It's one of my go-tos for Battletech info on Facebook. Cool. Uh, My next one, well, my last one, uh, is Black Pants Legion on YouTube. And that's uh, because that's where Tex Talks Battletech is. And we've discussed it before, but if you're new to Battletech or you just want a really good like history lesson of Battletech, you just go there and he has a really great voice and he is funny and he'll, but he's still informative and he they so much research goes into it. He he doesn't put out a new episode like it's like three months between episodes because he does all this research and they edit like it's usually like two hours long and they edit together all this stuff whatever subject it is and it's it's a quite amazing production for it it's not quick but it's it's effective and it's i really enjoy it and it's also funny because there's interludes with like fake car commercials who just or fake like car salesmen who sell necks and or uh the uh steiner uh scout lance which is just a bunch of uh <laughs> oh <necks>. yeah it's <laughs> we're stuff. scouting we're scouting i scouted them right <laughs> to the ground yeah and they're just like, stomping on buildings and stuff it's hilarious but uh yeah, so if anybody hasn't watched it, I'm sure most people listening to this has probably watched Tech Stocks Battle Tech, but uh, go check it out. Black Pants oh. Legion on YouTube. They do other things on it, oh. like they also have like live streams and do a lot for charity and stuff. But it's fun stuff. Even I'll if you don't check like... that out, because like, because like the the lore of Battle Tech is kind of daunting. Well, like, that's I... it. Yeah, that's the beauty of this. It it makes it. Uh, 
is long, but it makes it interesting. So it's it's like if this guy was actual like professor and teaching actual history, I think it, he would actually <laughs> be really good at that. <laughs> Because it makes it it makes it fun to hear the history of it. Because BattleTech is so in depth, it, I think it has more history than most real history. So, yeah, it's really it's it is good for even someone who's not into BattleTech. I think it, it would really it's it's still funny enough and like they really really gets into it. He is biased, like he hates the clans and he hates uh, he hates loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pat would Pat would love him because he's a, I think he's a Steiner guy too. So, anyways, fun stuff. But it's, it takes it, it takes place in the universe too, which is fun. So he's teaching at a school in the BattleTech universe, the history of BattleTech. Which oh, is, fun! So all the time he gets raided, and they have to go somewhere else, and it's it's a fun little show. So I would suggest that to anybody who hasn't watched it. Got any more, Brian? Uh yeah. So I think for for my last one here, uh, I've got HobbyLink Japan, HLJ.com. Uh, probably have heard me talk about. Uh, this site as well in the past. Uh, it's a another. I don't know why I kind of just keep pushing. Like these, these have been sites I've always gone to um, to to make sure like what I'm getting is you know authentic and and legitimate um, and and you know supporting the original artist is a is a big big factor for me. And so uh, Hobby Link Japan does a lot of figurines and model kits and stuff like that um not just um you know giant robots and stuff they also do like uh i'm on the site right now and they have a a um new harley quinn for the batman hush uh series that came out um they got spaceships they got you know uh kingdom hearts stuff you know all, all sorts of um you know, model kits from under the sun, like, you know, battleships, starships, and, and airplanes, everything like that. Uh, you can find it here at Hobby, Hobby Link Japan. Man, I'm just like advertising. Um, and it but actually they, ships from Japan, too, right? It's all... Yep. Pat, yep, did you just buy from something Japan. from them recently? Yeah, I bought those uh, Legios. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm on there right now. There's those, a really uh, cool Ahsoka Denver. figure. Yeah, the Robotech. Yeah, the uh, Robotech Legios. Masters, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what are the those, those damn suits? Cyclones or the Mospitas? Yeah, they're not cyclones. They're they're the big bigger ships. <laughs> no, but. I can't remember what they're. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a great site. But uh, mine's it's the North American versions, kind of. But this has more models. But Big Bad Toy Store, if you want toys, is kind of similar. But this is everything, though. This is models, kits, and. Anything Japanese mm-hmm. you can get at uh, Hobby Link, that's for sure. I will say you do tend to pay a little bit of a premium on some of this stuff, but again, it it's it is the original, you know, uh, you know the the legit version of of what you're getting. So the detail is always there, uh, the quality is great, the shipping has always been fantastic. Um, uh, this is where I got my Evangelion model kit, and. Uh, or not Evangelion, uh, sorry, Escaflone model kit, and uh, and a couple other ones through the past. So um, my Stark Jagan from way back when uh, that I still haven't put together. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, I was a little disappointed in, in Gundam Hathaway that the Jagan was relegated to like fire extinguisher duty, <laughs> but uh, that, that's beside the point. Uh, so yeah, Hobby Link Japan, if you're looking to get... Uh, model kits or action figures and stuff like that, uh, definitely check them out. Yeah, if you can't get to Japan 
to go to one of their stores, this is the next closest thing you can do. It's yeah, one hundred percent. It's a lot cheaper than flying to Japan to go to one of their superstores. So. <laughs> How about your pet? Uh, my last one would be Mobile Armor Radio Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even a joke because uh, as far as some of the more obscure stuff, uh, you know, that hat goes to Brian and Rob seems to get other links away ahead of me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I get a lot of news from you guys when you post on the Mobile Armor Radio site. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. We we do. It is a good place because it it it's where we all when we do find things at other other places. I I tend to just repost it onto our site. So yeah, I it mean is, it, it, it's it's a great pipeline. It really is. I'm not, that's not even really a joke. Well, it's it's uh, yeah. I wish uh, other yeah, people would we, post more of the stuff they find, but I think we cover a lot. So I don't know if the, how much more there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always beat them to the punch. Yeah, but I mean, if we do, then then we're doing our jobs, I guess, right? Right? <laughs> it's the reporting you requested. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. It, it is, if you, I don't think anybody listening to this is probably not on, on the Facebook page, <laughs> unless you're not on Facebook. Quite a few people just don't do Facebook, but, uh. Respect to those people. Uh, a yeah. lot of stuff goes on Twitter, though, our Twitter page, and less on Discord, but I do post stuff on Discord, too. But, uh, yeah. It's where I find it. If I find it on Twitter, I'll repost it on Twitter. I tend not to post that on Facebook because it's just a pain in the butt. So, and if I find it anywhere on the internet, I tend to post it on Facebook because that's the easiest place to post things. So, yeah. Uh, there was something yeah. else that I was going to uh, give a shout out to. Like I remembered when you guys were talking, I was like, "Oh yeah, I should mention that," but now I can't remember what it was. So, must not have been that good. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it Dead Zone the podcast? I mean, that's a great show too. <laughs> you already get an ad in here. You don't. Don't start uh, asking yeah. for more here. <laughs> you have to talk about more mechs in it. Well, you did talk about uh, it's Overdrive, right? It's got a lot of mechs in it. Yeah, we did. We did talk about Overdrive. There you go. If anybody's interested in some uh, large creature in mech combat in like an arena, check out Mantic's Sumo, Overdrive. Sumo wrestling. And capture the flag. And what was there, seven different gameplay options or something? So. Yeah, there, there's like a good five or six. Uh, seven different modes. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that game. I think it'll be a lot of fun. You probably have most of the miniatures already. Most of them, yeah. Uh, you're excited about the indie on the uh, wolf thing, right? You gonna, I, you gonna I, find I, rules I for that in your uh, Red Force for Dead Zone? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew. I, I could see who they made that one for. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically for Brian. Yeah. Woo, go Rebs. So if anybody uh, has other places they like to check out on the social medias or internets or anywheres, please do on the uh, topic on Facebook or on uh, Insta. Uh, where else are we? Not Instagram. Why aren't we on Instagram? Twitter? We're just not on Instagram. Uh, are, we, are we not? I thought we were. No, nah, I don't. Uh, Twitter. Uh, you're kind Discord. of. You're kind of the 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 social media coordinator. Butterfly. <laughs> I don't do Instagram. That's probably why I don't have anything on Instagram. So I do not post on Instagram, Pat. <laughs> yeah, Pat, you're the Instagram guy. Well, I mean, because that's the only social media I basically have now besides. I mean, I only keep Facebook for the mantic work purposes. Yeah. <laughs> you people. But, uh, yeah. So if anybody else has anything they'd like to give a shout out to, please do post it below or anywhere. For sure. 
And, uh, yeah, let us know. I'm sure there's tons of other stuff. There's obviously lots of other stuff we go to that I didn't mention, but uh, those are the, the ones that came to mind when I was thinking of this stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think we'll get to the X-Fail and finish this off. Let's do it. Do it. Let's X-Fail out of here. And we're in the X-Fail. This was another jam-packed episode. We had a lot to talk about. Uh, we did, actually, this time. Yeah. So, hopefully well, we have more. Yeah, more going on next month, but... Uh, yeah, it should be good. Next month is September, so uh, it won't be long until uh, Gen Con. I- if it happens, get your vaccine so we can have Gen Con, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, right now. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, we'll uh, leave it at that. Do join us on any of our social medias, or you can email us if you want to, I don't know, email us for some reason at radio at gmail.com and uh if you got a mech got a mech kickstarter you want to talk about yeah love sure. things like all that, patreon. all that good stuff anybody else uh patreon with uh mechs in it or just cool patreon stuff let us know we'll definitely shout it out and uh until next time i've been rob i've been brian and i've been chopper we'll see you on 39 39 it was the summer of 39 that doesn't work Enough of this. This has been Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at MArmorRadio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, MobileArmorRadio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion.